Alright, well, welcome back to uh, a long, long layoff for us. Uh, welcome back to the Wellington Invitational Podcast. Uh, season 5 is uh, about to kick off. Um, you know, welcome uh, for the first episode of Season 5. And today we've got our go-to man, our um, Wellington Invitational Insider, Takakauri. How's it going? Oh, go-to man. Amazing. That's going good, man. I'm here, I'm ready. Got some stuff open on my laptop. Uh, we we're just talking about Avengers Endgame just before, and certain cameos in there, which is very good. And uh, ready to go, ready to see the draft tomorrow. Hopefully, the Bengals do something awesome or just something solid. That'd be important and really cool. Absolutely, you know, got to start that off uh, right for the Bengals with their new coach. New coach. Um, yeah. So you know, Andy Dalton, look out. It's like the new people in our league. You know, they got to start off well. Yes, and I guess you know a lot of lots to cover um, to this uh, this episode. You know, a lot of things have gone down in the off season, a uh, bit of turmoil. But I feel like we've landed in a really good spot. Um, you know, yeah. but first let's let's talk about the prize giving. You know how that went. Um, obviously, Tucker, you had a good day. Uh, did you want to give a brief summary of, of the the events that took out? Well, it was amazing. I think I just remember you saying to me, maybe for an email or a messenger. Because I was like, oh, I can only make certain times, but all good if I can't make it. Don't worry, you guys just go ahead. And I think you said something like, oh, nah, you should probably be there. And I thought, oh, maybe I'm in for like a, a media reward, you know. I thought, oh, maybe either or a top three. And I figured, oh, if the, if the commission's telling you you should be there, that must mean something. And so I came in expecting maybe to do okay media-wise. But to come away with uh, the media reward, the team manager, and the MVP was just, ah, oh, it was humbling especially because it comes from our fellow league uh, managers. You know, it's not some voted upon by the media award. Who knows what the media would decide or those outside voices. But from the people inside the league to kind of recognize what I'd done last season, oh, it's just touching. Touching I my guess heart. We are, I guess we are the media uh, as well. Um, oh, we're the media. True. Yeah. So, but, oh. it's, you know, that's actually a good uh, idea to actually make people come to the next one and just uh, if they're like, hey, man, can't make it. Uh, I'll just message them, even if they're not going to win an award. Be like, "Hey, uh, I think you should really, really be there." And they'll be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, got you, got you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah, show up." That's what he said to Tucker last time. And you know, and they, yeah, they come up and they dress like dress up well, ready to make this speech, and then they don't win anything. That'd be hilarious. Come topless, ready to go home with one of the special t-shirts. <laughs> just go home topless too. Dang it! What a mistake. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want to carry two t-shirts home. You know, that's that's a lot. Yeah, so yeah. that. Good strategy, actually. Um, so, so that actually made you, um, you know, show up, eh? Is, is that just because well, no, you... I would have came anyway, but just when there was that moment of like, oh, I don't want to be the guy who's like, oh, well, I can't do this day, so none of you guys should do that either. But when you're like, hey, you know, like, I'll, I'll try to work it out, but if I if I can't make it, you know, don't want to don't just change everything for me because that, you know, no one's above the league. No one person is above the rest of us, as we always say at the Wellington Invitational. So, yeah, it was just uh, it was great, man. What a good day. Went home with the football, which I carry in my car all the time just to remind me um, of success that I once had. And then my T-shirt, which now I use at the gym. So just to let everybody else know that this is the Premier Fantasy League. So it's good times. It's great using a gym, you know. It's uh, one of an invitation of pure Chinese cotton. Um, so, Ooh. you know, that's going to that's gonna last a long time. Uh, the ink is made from... Uh, genuine printer ink, I'm sure. Um, oh, yeah, I don't wash it. Uh, Never wash yeah. it. Just keep yep. it fresh. None of that fresh as trash it ink. arrived. Nah, you can't. Don't want to damage that ink. So it's just sweat. Yep. It's you know imbued into the t-shirt. It's amazing. <laughs> Beautiful. And we got to talk about you know obviously the main man of the of the prize giving, Jay Jimenez. Uh, he had probably one of the greatest decisions of a jersey selection in a while. Um, and uh, the reaction on uh, Karan's face, that was priceless. You know, that. what do you think of that power play there? I just was in awe of that power play. I'd never seen something so strong. You know, we've always just kind of picked real-life players, or it's usually been a player who made a big difference for your team that season. And then so for Jay to completely just go off script and, and kind of create his own, his own script, really, and decide that it was more important to rub it in Karan's face than it was to honour CJ Anderson was such a huge move. You know, like it's such a big decision to be like, I want to remember this forever, the year that I dishonored Quran. And not even just Quran, because it didn't say Quran on the back, it said Prakash. 
he dishonored his whole family. Jay really went to a different level, you know, like he was like, this is for your so mom, true. your dad, your grandparents, your future children. They are always going to have to remember Prakash is owned by Yemenis. So it was, it was an interesting little, um, it was a, oh man, it's a baller movie. I'm only, it was. I don't want to ever it be was, jealous, but I was jealous I didn't come up with that idea. It epitomized uh, the snake and his snaky ways. You know, there was excellent move there. Um, the the direction of Quran as well, that just icing on the cake. Um, and it was icing on the cake, the prize giving. It was a great time by had by all. Uh, and, you know, I think having these, uh, the very first uh, iteration of the rankings really established uh, kind of what we want to promote in the league, um, the banter, the team management, and overall uh, the scores. So, you know, we let's go through uh, and just go through some of the, um, who do you think out of the rankings as well uh, was the most underrated? Let's just, you know, pick a name, underrated, uh, quickly rattling off, uh, say, the media rating awards, starting at the bottom with the Northways, going to Roy Blair, Tim, Daniel, Josh, Liam, Jay, myself, Karan, and Tucker. So any anyone stick out there is underrated. Uh, underrated in terms of media. I feel like maybe only Liam, but five's pretty high. But I felt like Liam just contributed huge, and especially on the Smack Talk board. Like every week he would be in there just... If his team was succeeding, he might be a little bit more quiet. Might just put forward a few thoughts. But if his team was starting to lose it or go down... You would just get stream and streams and streams of Liam just kind of working through his emotions outwardly and letting us all know what was happening in his mind. So I always thought Liam brought a lot to the league, especially on the day itself. He just kind of led the way there. Absolutely. I'd have to agree. You know, on the day, the smack board was just a representation of the mind uh, of Liam Hislop. You know, that those comments, those, you know, just intermittent comments of just self-hatred, uh, of regret, um, you know, that they, they were just that epitomized uh, what we want to see on, on the smack board. I did and enjoy his... Daniel being good this year, too. You know, Daniel's <laughs> always good, actually. So, that's, sorry, that was a misstep. <laughs> but I enjoyed Daniel being really good this year. You know, like his out, his him being so, so, so you're saying great, he's yeah. good, but you enjoyed him actually being good this year. Yeah, is that what yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what it was like. He was actually like a contender. You know, he was a real, like, maybe the front runner. I think we, going into the playoffs, I think you and I picked him to win, perhaps, or something like that. I don't know. We were pretty high on Daniel. And we so, to see, Daniel. so to see him kind of come from a place of dominance, mm. and he, I felt like he was kind of like a um, Damian Lillard type. He didn't let the other voices really affect him. He just carried on doing his business and just remained confident. He wasn't a Russell Westbrook, like, say, a... Uh, Josh came to you. You know, Josh became really Russell Westbrook to you. Really got really yeah. in your face. Tried to really get quite emotional. And, oh, you're like, oh, God, okay, man. But uh, yeah. Daniel just remained <laughs> quiet confidence, you know, and anything he said was important. So I guess just, what was, was missing good. for Daniel, though, you know, if we were comparing it to Dame Dollar, is that mm. 50-piece in the game-winning mm. uh, shot as well, you know. If, if Daniel came back with that against, you know, someone like Josh or... Uh, you know, in the in the playoffs, then yeah, Dame Dollar all, all day. Um, but yeah, another one that um, appreciate his ca- uh, cameo uh, appearance on the uh, podcast as well. Daniel great. and Liam both, you know, contributedly solid episodes. Uh, great feedback from all, um, you know, and uh, it really uh, increased our viewership from you know seven maybe to about eleven. So nice. Yeah. Well, Kate's mm. favorite episode is the Liam episode. Uh, new member Kate. She just loved the Liam episode, especially him getting uh, trying to plug his laptop in under the table. <laughs> just oh, I think about great. it now, it makes me laugh. Just phenomenal. It was just, hilarious. That's what if we were going for a New Zealand podcast award, I believe that's the exchange we would uh, put up is there that, as is, our. You know how uh, in the Oscars, like they play the yeah. nominee for best supporting yeah. actor is that's what we would like put clip, forward, like a little clip. And so yeah. you're saying. I want to be like, you know, once an invitational podcast, and then it'd be yep. like, ah, yeah. <laughs> ah, F, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah, that would be, that'd be like, wow, I really understand what this podcast is yeah. all about. Just tearing up, people tearing up in the crowd. Yep. Just so, moved. okay, so I think we're in agreement on the underrated. What about the overrated? You know, um, I, I'm happy to start this off. You know, there you go. Josh, Josh at six. I mean, that's pretty high. You know, uh, I did rank him six overall. Um, you know, just in, in terms of overall, uh, but just the media rating, you know, that's um, seems pretty high. Uh, no contribution, um, 
on the podcast and the Tribune, yeah, the comments here and now and then, but hey, that's pretty high. That's above Daniel, who appeared on the podcast, Tim Greger, who made a full video. Uh, that's true that's so you know it's not necessarily uh bagging on josh and his contribution hey that was great but um there's people below them i feel like uh have been disrespected in this area it's tough here because i really liked what josh contributed actually i thought he was one another one of the real um smack talk mvps he was always seemed to be involved in there you know sometimes you'd hear a someone would kind of put a comment for it on the smack talk board and it was kind of like they were out of nowhere like you were like whoa we don't hear from you ever, yet here you are. Josh didn't feel like that. I felt like Josh was always kind of a consistent contributor there. And online, on the uh, online, everything's online. And on Facebook, he was always one of the guys putting forward uh, Ezekiel Elliott uh, meme after Ezekiel Elliott meme, trying to really put it out there that he's a big Cowboys fan, in case we didn't know. Uh, I felt like he was a real big, quite a big contributor there. So I, I hear what you're saying about people being below him. But I also feel like Josh maybe maybe underrated on what he contributed. Oof. To be honest, I thought he contributed to, to quite a lot. To his credit, to his credit, he is quick on the old like button, uh, the heart button. So as quick, well. the quickest. He like mm. he will he will uh, reply really fast. So I, yeah, it's tough. Our league is full of uh, great contributors, but I, I, man, I don't know. I don't know where you, where you put people. Is Quran a bit high? Nah, because he did the um, the old Invitational, didn't he? So uh, it's tough. It's tough. Tough. Well, it wasn't tough, and it was clearly shown uh, on the bottom of the rankings was Matt Northway. Uh, so, mm. you know, you, you talk about him being 12th, but there's this dramatic discrepancy, I would say two, three standard deviations away from 11th place, uh, where he scored 23.6 out of 100, which is um, nearly half of what Jesse in 11th place scored. And then wow. there's a big jump after that from Rory and Blair as well. So... Uh, clearly, uh, the, the the owners have spoken, and that's probably what really kind of drove that uh, that um, what do you call it, a coup d'état? Uh, or yeah, mm. the people spoke, man. The tribe spoke. Yeah. The tribe had had enough, and the tribe decided it's time to move on. But yeah, Matt really coming in that twenty three because then it's hard when he says oh, I'll contribute next year. But you can look back at history and you go, but you haven't. Like, you have. Obviously, you have in your way, in the way that you feel is good. But we're just asking a little bit more of you. And uh, But to expect them to jump from 23 even to a reliable 50 is a huge jump. You know, so happens, man. Things happen. Absolutely. And, you know, moving along to the team manager rating, so how well you've done and how well you've played as well from a competitive level. He, once again... Uh, dragging behind, uh, you know, two out of the four seasons he's competing. He's finished dead last in the regular season. Uh, is that the real? Other two, that is real. And the wow. uh, the other two seasons he uh, was uh, second to last in the Western Conference, scraping through to the playoffs uh, in one yes, of those years oh at seven and, and six uh, when the West uh, miraculously had a very strong uh, season. Um, so, you know, Hey, 12th place, uh, this is what can potentially happen. Um, EPL, you think? <laughs> kind of more relegation type uh, uh, thing here. If, hey, if we had relegation, then that, that's what would happen, wouldn't it? Relegated to the Church League. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Maybe that's a swap. That's promotion. Kate won that league, right? <laughs> she did. It's true. She did. Yep. Boom. Anyone else that you feel... Uh, can see that maybe they should have been ranked lower or higher. Team manager-wise? Team manager-wise. I can only see that you went, um, that you took the wooden spoon and yet you're ranked above five other people. (laughs) That is a, um, that stands out to me, that the person who came last in the, but what did you finish at the end of the season? What did you come in at? Like, like just the regular season? Regular season, yeah. Do we have that? Uh, yeah, yeah we've, we've got that. Um, I may have come bottom of the East. Um, but, you know, obviously the East Conference is very tough. It's true. Uh, with all other owners fighting for a playoff spot to the very last uh, uh, week, in fact. Um, so, you know, if I was in the in the West, you know. Who knows how well you could have done. Exactly. Same record as someone that came third in that as well. So, um, but yeah, I, I, hey, I take it that you think it's a bit high, uh, seventh place. I feel like it was a fairly accurate representation. You know, <laughs> I had a big, 
had a great team lined up for the plate. Um, you know, the bounce did, of yeah, the ball true. didn't really break away. Um, and, you know, myself and Blair, who also ranked eighth, um, found ourselves in the wooden spoon competition. So, hey, you know, I think um, that's fair. Uh, but team manager-wise... Uh, Maybe Tim could have been higher. He won the He won the bottom playoffs, you know. He actually came, what did he come, seventh overall at the end of the year? That's pretty huge. For, that's like a, to be ranked 11th after coming seventh. That he seems... did, did have the eleventh ranked uh, team in the regular season. Dang! At, at four and nine. My... Where did you come regular season? Uh, for hard to tell because of five and eight, and there's um. I was a bunch of at five and eight. There's three of us at uh, five and eight. Um, okay. And yeah, so there's Matt and okay. Tim below that as well. Okay, and that reflects in team manager awards. So. Oh, I guess, it, are we a regular season uh, focused group or are we post-season focused group? Or I guess all these questions, all these things you wonder about. But hey, apart from that, and in terms of the top six, I don't think there's anybody who should be sad about their ranking or upset. Maybe Dan could be a little bit, but I don't know who you bump him above of. Yeah, and this comes down to, you know, I don't really recall whether this was just a regular season award or not. Um, if it was regular season, I feel like Dan is a, a bit underappreciated there. You know, yeah. he's got the all-time regular season wins record at 11-2 as well. amazing, so, man. Uh, you know, he Shot should Dan. really be, be up there as well. Uh, team management orchestration uh, probably comes into it, uh, where that trade, that fateful trade, uh, probably cost him uh, in the rankings of uh, trading for Levy and Bell. Well, imagine if he hadn't. crazy crazy what a time yeah well I guess it included everything didn't it this did because Dan probably would have been number one had it just been that and Karan great job too Karan outstanding yep a lot of trading a lot of trading and uh, you know took him to the final so we can't really so many injuries um, too yeah can't really bag off that if Karan can like get his his injuries come earlier this next season and then he can work his team a bit earlier Man, dude could be right there. Absolutely. Another another one to watch this season in season five, I, I believe, um, as a dark horse uh, as well. But he might not be a dark horse no more, you know. He's 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 strung together his playoff um his first playoff appearance and got a rattled off a few wins as well, so maybe one of the favourites. He's the man. He's the man. So yeah, I guess now I don't know, you know, we've had some changes, um that's that was came to a crescendo uh, at the prize giving, uh, where there was a call uh, for some changes uh, to the league, um, some ownership changes, uh, some rule changes, uh, and there was many voices that are extremely passionate about these changes, uh, which has resulted into a, a vote of confidence uh, for Matthew Northway uh, that took place. Uh, it felt like he was uh, stringing together a few votes. Um, Did it? And, and um, it, it looked close. It really Did it? looked close. He felt like he had the votes. Um, he, uh, I'm not sure if he felt he had all the votes. Uh, but then, um, you know, we've got to talk about it. Kate Curry comes through on through your channel, through your email. Uh, mm-hmm. And this was some House of Cards level um, power play, I must say. You know, talk us through yeah. what happened. How did that kind of came, came, come, how did that come about? What all started those many months ago during the season when people started to be like, hey, are these people contributing? Because if not, do we need to look at some other people? Shout out to Daniel Cook, who yep. I think was the first one to bring it up in the public forum on the podcast. You know, he mentioned yep. uh, that the league potentially needed more diversity. Um, mm-hmm. And he just laid it out there that Matthew Northway should be removed. Um, I think that, you that, asked him point blank yeah. right should matt be removed and he said mm. yes I think yes he just, went out. he just flat out you know and that i think that was the um the turning point really amazing really amazing yes i don't know who started it that maybe jay started it or i did i don't know who started saying that was time for kate i, I don't i can't remember but all those months ago when we we're thinking and someone put it out there and then slowly the ground swell i don't even think kate had won at this stage i think she was just my wife maybe and then i was like, oh she's pretty good or whatever she's doing well in the league and then somehow i think maybe she listened to the podcast so maybe that was a bump up too to the person who had interest in our league and then along the way people this kind of movement started and then kate winning the church league probably uh, paid off quite a bit there gave her a bit of um 
bit of mana, maybe. A bit of like, oh yeah, she's not just uh, some scrub. She's okay. And uh, then yeah, Daniel put it forward, and then I think even Liam backed the push, and then obviously I wasn't going to say no. And so then you kind of had this little uh, bit of movement there. And so then it started out well. Talk, talk us through that email. email. You know, that that was the, the perfectly timed email. Uh, you yeah. know, that's when Matt was about to, I feel like, um, build a bit of momentum for his campaign, and it just got squashed. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I knew, obviously you knew the vote was coming, and Matt, uh, Matt sent me a text to say, "Hey, do I have your support?" And I was like, "Well, I'm in a tough position here, Matt. Uh, a vote for you is a vote against my wife joining the league." And so I said, "Look, I'm probably going to abstain here because if you don't get in, it means Kate may get in." And then I said to Kate, "Hey, look, we're about to take up a vote. I'm obviously going to abstain because uh, I'm too close to both parties here. So you just say whatever you want to say, and I'll pass it on to the league." on behalf of you and so she said look you know she put she brought four oh. three points i didn't i didn't direct anything so I just said, look, you the league's orchestrated voting. this is a turning point you orchestrated the demise of matthew northway you know no. let's be let's be real here so it wasn't a vote for matt or kate it was a vote of confidence for matt yes or no um, it was a vote of confidence yes we, we talked about absta- you abstaining but really mm. what that was is a, a vote no um, and what it wasn't a vote there, no this wasn't and a vote yes what you've done here is then you've turned it into a, a Matt or Kate situation which was nah. genius um, nah that was all Kate so, I said to her hey so, look do you want to put forward your who you are do you want to present to the league what you will offer it's up to you I'm not going to direct anything much like I'm not going to help you this year I'll just let you know this is happening it's like if say uh, I I know that Maybe Roy's shopping someone on the market. He's like, look, guys, my third-round pick's out there. Say Kate doesn't, I'm not aware of it. I'm like, look, Roy's put his third-round pick out there. Maybe you want to put something forward. Maybe you don't. It's up to you. I just did that. I said, look, we've got to vote for Matt. Uh, I know you have some support. You should get in there if you want to. And then she did. All, all I'm going to say is just um, there was some great campaign management, Tucker. Hey, thank you. Yeah, I, I could go into campaign management. We'll see. But I look. I didn't direct a thing. I just said, "Hey, I'm. I can't vote for Matt because that's a vote against Kate. But I also can't vote against Matt because that feels unfair." For so, yeah. who? For everybody involved. You? Great. Hey, that that was a great play. Uh, and then hours later, maybe a few minutes later, uh, Matt conceded uh, and just Very quickly. saw saw the ability um, for Kate to. Um, you know, engage in the league as well, uh, and probably felt couldn't compete with that, and even offered up his nomination to Kate, which is unheard of. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how there's such a big push for Kate. Like Kate's yeah. coming in was quite a crowd. Uh, well, up until the season starts, I suppose a crowd favourite, bit of a hey, yeah, we all want Kate in here, and then um, but that quickly changed, obviously. Uh, then it just becomes competition, right? Then she's just another person who's standing between you and your first or your second or your third title, depending on who you are. <laughs> So, you know, she's just another 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 one to get out the way. So, yeah, good luck to Kate, but hey, I'm going to be Now, so with that with that swap, do you think the quality has uh, of the league will improve in terms of just purely team management, um, you know, banter-wise, uh, very low bar. Engagement um, will definitely uh, increase. I can't talk about uh, managerial skills because well, I mean, I could if Matt's come last two out of four seasons. I would assume it's it would be bad if it doesn't increase. Uh, but I feel like also we've all got much better. So maybe coming last this year is more impressive than coming last in the first season. Um, like winning this year will be more impressive than my title. You know, like if you win in the fifth year, that's probably a bit more impressive because first year we didn't really know what we are doing again and we're just kind of trying our best. But now you're kind of like trying your best isn't good enough. You've actually got to be good. So... Yeah. Any uh, any tips for the rest of the league uh, scouting report on Kate's uh, fantasy uh, strategy going in uh, from the church league? Man, what a great question. Um, she's going to draft well. Yep, she'll draft good players. Um, so she's going to come out of there feeling good about a team, I would imagine. Um, she'll put time in. That's one thing she will do. She'll come into the draft. And then maybe a Tim strategy. Come really, really prepared for the draft. Be really, really ahead of the game in terms of who's going where. And then it's just the ability to adjust as the season goes. That might be where you can um, possibly get Kate. Uh, like most people in our league, right? The draft is kind of, we just kind of walk out going, oh, yeah, I got 
50 of the top 20 guys or whatever it is. Oh, I got the top 20 guys. Cool. Did good, I suppose. But you don't really know. But then as the season goes on and you've got to adjust, it kind of changes a lot. So I'd say like most people, her draft will be strong. We'll see. So strong drafter. Yep. Uh, trade trade wise, um, you know, was she heavily involved? She in won't trades? get ripped off. She's not going to let you do eighty cents on the dollar. She's not going to let you do a three for one. She's going to be like, I don't want your three trash players for my one good guy. So she's not going to fall for any of that stuff. Uh, so I, yeah, I would um, caution that because then she'll probably be like, look, this guy doesn't even know what he's doing. I'm not going to trade with him. <laughs> um, a lot of people in my church they tried it on there. They'll be, like, oh, I'll give you three bench guys for your one starter, and she's like, I'm not even trading with this guy anymore. He's just lost all kind of like respect so i would be aware of that i wouldn't try and do anything sneaky because uh, she may be like who's this guy is he meant to be good so you don't you don't want the newbie to be like are you meant to is this guy played before you don't want that from a new person now uh, so i'd watch that um yeah i don't know i don't know though she's stepping into a whole different league you know it's a different feeling when you've got a bunch of guys who really care about it so we'll see what where do you think she'll finish uh overall next season oh top eight would be i'd be impressed with top six um so i'm gonna say somewhere between six and nine though i know she probably thinks she's gonna finish as a semi-finalist so Oof. yeah 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 i think six six to nine would be great you know if she makes the playoffs uh that would be very impressive first season you know there, there is a bit of a climatization uh, that's required to come into the league, as we've found with uh, for the likes of Josh Rosner, for example. You know, came into the league with a bit of experience in fantasy football and got the wooden spoon. So if she can make it to the playoffs first round, uh, sorry, first season, uh, that would be extremely impressive as well. Uh, you know, she's got um, uh, to represent. Uh, you know, the what is it? The glass ceiling. You know, like uh, there's yeah. a lot of pressure on her. You know, um, this is a uh, you know a very important uh, first season. Um, she might surprise us all as well. Uh, yep. and do very well in the first season and there might be a bit of drop off in the second season uh, just like a um, you know a rookie coming in uh, happens a lot in baseball where they come in hot they come in really good then uh, the game planning around them happens um, and you know how to pitch to them or if they're a pitcher you know they're all their tricks as well so then they drop off in uh, year two uh, so that might happen as well but yeah I think you're right it's like a six to nine in that range, uh, possibly even lower uh, if there's some bad yep. breaks. Um, yep. But yeah, we'll see. It's um, interesting to see, like if she started off 0-5 um, or whatever, could she trade her way back in? I'm not sure, but then only one person has been able to trade themselves back in after being 0-5. So <laughs> it's a rare accomplishment that not many can boast about. So maybe no one can do it except one person in our league. Mm, so that's probably mm. an unfair uh, uh, bar, I suppose. So... Yeah, sorry, sorry, I brought that up. Actually, that's another. I think in only one. Yeah, and you know, to finish to start zero and five as well. You know, that's pretty difficult as well. Difficult. Uh, it's, it's nearly impossible to fall into zero and five. Yeah. So let's just hope that she keeps the commitment up. If she does fall a bit, um, as yep. as she's as she's seen a family member uh, rise from zero and five to the playoffs and disappoint yeah. in the playoffs, but to get mm. to make it in the first place. Hey, oh, to make ex- it excellent stuff. You know. Um, so yeah, Kate, you know, welcome to the league. I think you'll be a great addition, uh, which brings us to the next uh, kind of domino to fall. So with Matthew Northway tendering his resignation and nominating Kate, uh, what followed immediately after was uh, his brother Jesse Northway also resigning uh, due to commitments overseas. He's now uh, living it up in, in the United States as well. Yep. Uh, which uh, opened the door uh, for a brand new member. Um, you know, the nominations were thick and fast. Uh, we, we went through a lot of applications uh, here in the head office um, and, you know, utilising the Rooney rule, uh, we've found Oropata uh, Kirai uh, as well. Uh, and he's uh, now the 12th member, uh, formerly the number 14. Congratulations. Uh, as well. Um, yeah, t- tell us what you know about uh, ropes, the uh, token. Um, I didn't know his nickname was Ropes, so I now know that. Hey, Ropes. Um, Ropes is now the, is it the 15th member? Is he officially? Oh, so the 15th. Because yeah. we, um, we had the man whose name I always forget because he's only in there for a year. Oh, Wayne um, Miller. How could we had Wayne, I guess, right? Wayne's, the, uh, Wayne's in there. And then we have, obviously, uh, the two newbies. So I guess he's the 15th member, which is impressive. Um, he's friends with who? Many of you in the league? A few of you? 
So he plays he plays uh, football for Stokes Valley uh, along with myself, Liam, Blair, and Karan. So he's known to um, you know a quarter of the league. Wow! And and he works at Kiwi Bank, correct? Uh, no. <laughs> okay, he doesn't work at Kiwi Bank. <clears throat> so I uh, know a lot about him so far. Um, I do know he went to Wainui um, High School, um, and I do know that he dated Kate at high school, and uh, I do know that he said he would try to finish uh, respectably this season, which is important, um, and I do know that he's coming from a 10-man league, which is scary, uh, you know, it's from a 10-man 1QB league going into 2QB 12-man, that's a step up, because that thing where you think I'll just take a quarterback late because it doesn't matter, but in our league, taking a quarterback late never works, so I think he's got a hill to climb, but I think if any new person can do it, he can, how do I know that? Well, I don't, but I'm just believing in him. I'm believing he does well this season. I'm believing that he finishes better than Matt did last season. And, um, yeah, yeah, that's what I know. Yeah. I don't know a so, lot about him. So, you know, like Kate, one-year experience. Um, so uh, with Ropes, he was in a 10-team league. Uh, uh, and you, I think you will experience that free agency is not what it's all cracked up to be uh, as well. And this 2QB league is uh, it's going to be hard to adjust but I feel like he will put the work in uh, and I, I really believe that he may uh, finish in the top 10 um, and I think um, you know it's it's up to him really to to push it into that uh, you know on the cusp of the playoffs now one thing that we do need to consider is that he is uh, in the much weaker Western Conference along with Kate as well uh, so there's a bit of flexibility there to make a playoff run um, just purely out of uh, the West being uh, not as good as the East. So they just take over those teams, uh, over the places of where Jesse and Matt were, but are you changing the schedule in any way? Was the schedule uh, remaining still, the same? Yeah, I'm still considering the change of the schedule. I do like that idea. You should uh, change the schedule. Creating a, a rivalry week as well, uh, which would be nice. Uh, but, you know, there's many people with different rivals, some with multiple rivals, some with no rivals as well. So we'll let it play out. Hopefully there'll be some more rivals created uh, uh, in the following weeks to come when we decide the draft order. Uh, but then we'll, we'll see about that. Draft order. What do you know? What's your um, scouting report on ropes? What do you know? So I think, uh, you know, he knows, he knows the game fairly well. He's an Eagles fan. Um, so, which, uh, you know, I don't know how long he's been an Eagles fan for, but he knows the game. He watches, uh, playoffs at the very least, uh, I can tell you that. Um, you know, I'm not sure if he'd watch the playoffs if the Eagles weren't in the playoffs. Um, but I think he, he, he'll be, he'll learn, he'll learn. Um, but he's got a far, um, deeper knowledge of the game than say Quran in year one. Um, oh wow! Awesome. Whether, whether he whether he put the work in like Quran is another story. Now, now Quran's oh, a you know legendary for putting in the work uh, to go in from knowing five players in his favorite team to knowing the third string running back of a team that you've barely heard of, knowing the running back of a college team in preparation for his draft uh, as well. So you know, perhaps one of the that... more knowledgeable guys in the league now, right? Quran mm. oh, with all his dynasty stuff, and like he's probably one of the more like actually want his opinion you know you really want to know like crying what do you reckon yeah in terms of um the trading and all that i'm not sure this is this is gonna be uh, exciting for the league you know we, we're getting comfortable with how everyone um handles their business um and kate and ropes are going to be the world cut you're right we kind of know what each other like now and what each other kind of looking for so to have these two new people who don't really know much about it's going to be really interesting isn't it yeah, it's going to be an injection of uh, kind of fresh faces, uh, different strategies. It might be terrible strategies, um, but who knows? So do, does a smart manager offer a trade straight after the draft to either the ropes or Kate? Just straight away, just, hey, that first mm. guy you picked? No, I, th- I, think, I think the strategy is to build rapport first. Um, so I, I feel like, you know, Jay will get right in there uh, to build rapport. Uh, not really discuss uh, many trade offers or anything like that because obviously as a new person they're going to be extremely cautious uh, with every offer that comes through now they're going to see some trash offers from you know the Willy Wonkers of the league uh, who's the Willy Wonkers? Uh, oh there's, there's a range there's a range um, you've got time but... you can break them down if you like <laughs> 
Well, I think, uh, you know, myself included, but Willy Wonka, the Mad Hatter, I should say, the Mad Hatter of the league, Tim Gregor, he's going to throw a few out there as well. And he's going to acknowledge that, hey, hopefully you've accidentally, or maybe you didn't even use the ESPN uh, app, and then you hit uh, accept accidentally, there's no kind of 24-hour standing period, and there you go, instantly you're on the back foot as well. But they're going to be cautious. I don't think they're going to make any trades before the actual season starts. They're going to see how their guys do, unless there's some dramatic injuries. Um, so I think you know people are going to try to build that rapport more than anything else. Um, and then no lie, I think to... my heart started beating faster when you talked about trade offers and accept or decline. I think I just started to I, th- I went back to that place where you're just like waiting for the trade to either go through or not, and then you get that great or that great offer comes through. It's like an injection into your veins. I feel that I'm like I feel like I'm D'Angelo Russell right now, just injecting <laughs> things into myself. Like oh my gosh, trade Whoa. offers, trade offers. He doesn't have every big shot. Nah, I mean, like you know, how he makes a big shot, and he just ice into his veins. <laughs> hey, I mean, he had a big turnaround. I mean, Magic Johnson, you know, he gave up when D'Angelo was twenty years old, so maybe hey, he knows hey, something he that the others don't. He gave hey, up, man. He was like, he look, I can't up. trust He's, this twenty-year-old to get no, more he, mature. Whoa, whoa, you are blasphemy. But Magic uh, Johnson's trash, bro. He's trash. He said he acknowledged the talent. He's like he's an all-star level talent. I just need a leader. He didn't. Hey, he didn't need an all-star point guard. You know, he he needed a leader. Um, Obviously, look at that team. Yeah. <laughs> Even LeBron. No oh, man, Lakers are trash. Magic's trash. Anyway, hey, Le- back to football. More important stuff. Yeah, back to football. Who'd you rather um, be, the Bengals or the Lakers? Right, Bengals. You don't be the Lakers. That's and that's poor. That's a hot take. <laughs> sad, sad, um, sad. But yeah, so welcome to the league, uh, to Kate and Ropes. Um, yeah, I think you'll have a welcome to the league moment. Um, hopefully not the, at the hands of Jay, uh, who, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, the, oh, look at this mean trade I did. I got this player and this player. And then everyone's just, you will get ripped into, I think. So Karan might get him. Karan's got the nice guy vibes too, you know. Karan, nice guy, but he knows a lot. Karan might end up getting one of them. Oh, I see. Where, I see where you're going because you know, you know they probably they'll you know they they know a few people in the league and they you know they're like oh who you know give us some warnings blah 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 and uh, yeah. oh Jay you know he he'll trade he'll get the better of you blah 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 but no one would ever mm-hmm. say about that to Quran so he might come in but, there he might even be a confidant so. to Ropes you know Ropes will go to Quran be like bro you know help me out what do you think of this trade and then Quran comes in there being the nice guy and then just annihilates him. Wow. Yeah, because I think you did that first league, right? First year, weren't you? Didn't you helping someone? And they were like, oh, hey. you reckon this is a good trade? <laughs> Didn't they have a right where someone was like, oh, here, do you reckon this is a good trade? And you're like, oh, actually, uh, if it was me offering you for that player, actually, I'd give you these guys. And they were like, oh, actually, that's a good deal. Here, yeah, I'll trade with you instead. I could see, yeah, I could see Karan becoming, uh, doing that move. <laughs> I could see him, I could see him uh, pulling the old, oh, I'll give you some feedback. Oh, you want to hey. trade that guy? Oh, look, I'll give you this. I, I but also, I... I, I <laughs> You, go, you, you did go. that, right? I, hey, I did a lot for the league in year one. I feel like not only <laughs> did I intentionally lose because I didn't want to create this whole, oh, he started the uh, league just to win it, um, <laughs> but I helped out so many. You know, I felt like um, oh I was mentoring gosh. half the half the uh, league with that kind of uh, talk, you know. You know, how many uh, controversies did I have to manage uh, there as well? And, hey, we're in season five, so um, no regrets. I made it. It's true, we have, we've done well. Yeah. And But Kran did look a little bit um, less smiley, perhaps, at prize giving after his whole family line was insulted and um, coming in second and third and second. You know, he looks a little bit like, hey, I should have at least got first somewhere here, guys. Um, so I'm, I'm expecting Kran to continue to have his nice guy smile, but with a little bit more... Um, bit of swag, bit of chip on the shoulder kind of mentality. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit more of like a look, guys. You need to stop underestimating me, and uh, I'm past all of this. I'm past all these laughs at my expense. I'm past all these talk about how I never had a shot in the final. I've moved on, and now I'm a different man. So I feel like he's going to come back with that kind of let's go, guys. I'm ready. So kind focused. of like a, a Dan season of last year. I think I so. Like, yeah. But it's crown season last year was fire, man. He had a great yeah. record. Would you would you say, you know, like Dan even discussed it in the podcast where he was like, you know, everyone's underestimating me. This is my time. This is my year. The infamous yep. Instagram post that uh, you broke. Uh, oh, the oh man. Um, do, you, do you think though that the league now respects him more, or because he choked in the playoffs less? Oh, you ask good questions. Um. 
I think I personally respect him more. Um, definitely, you have to change your respect levels, have to go up. But I think across the league, you're going to see no change. <laughs> no change. No change. But not from me. From me, definite, definite um, shift. But I think, well, I don't know, because how good do you think you are? If you were to rank yourself hero, not just not just last season, but just overall, would you say you're a top three owner? Oof. I think I'm on the cusp, top three. You know, I think I, most I, people view themselves that way. Like, I don't feel like anybody's like, well, I'm bottom three. Like, no one thinks they're the bottom three. Everyone's got someone they think they're probably better hey, than. That's so true. You know, there's 12, 12 people. Someone's got to be bottom three, and none but of us no one think thinks they are. But that's what is great about the league. Everyone has a rational confidence in their abilities, right? <laughs> yeah, we're all Jamal Crawford out there. Like, yeah. I uh, hey, I, w- I, would say, I would say, though, the people that didn't have a rational confidence are now out of the league. Um, so what does it say? So you need a rational confidence. Yeah, I think I feel like you do need a rational confidence for this league. So like I bet like yeah I agree with you because I think everybody has you have to think you're either the best or one of the best. I'm sure we all know one person who probably thinks they're the best, but the rankings show that the rest of the league doesn't think they're the best. Um, (laughs) but you know like we all have you have to believe you're one of the top people. Otherwise you're like why am I? I'm not in this to be bottom eight or whatever it is. I'm in here to be top two, top three, top four. Would you be surprised if, 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 if we look at the overall rankings um, yes. and let's replace Jesse and Matt with Kate and Ropes at yep. the bottom? Yep. Would you be surprised if the bottom six were the teams that made the playoffs this season? Uh, if all but six did, yes, I would be very surprised. I could so see people, all six, of course. If all six made it up to the top, that would be really surprising because that would mean that I'm out. And I don't believe I'm going to be out. You know, like, you just got to start there. And I go, well, I'm not going to be out. Um, man, it's so hard now, right? Because you're like, Blair could yeah. be in there. Roy but keep in mind, like though, this, this, ranking, this ranking was just for season four, right? So just it for is, season four. It is skewed to, you know, how you've how well you've done this season. Um, you Thank know, goodness, because I had a couple week. shockers there. Hmm. Exactly. 2QB killed me. Ugh. <laughs> I hope someone tries think? 2QB again. I know, I know you've done a lot of research already for Season 5, Tucker, but what do you, without giving away your secrets, because I know you'll keep them close to your chest, um, what do you think the, um, the new trend will be in the draft? Uh, you know, uh, two seasons ago, we saw your attempt at drafting QBs early. Um, what do you think mm. this year's trend would be? Um, well, to be honest, I haven't done any research, uh, so I'm just going to fly off my gut here. I'm, I'm sure you were just trying to build me up there and make me sound like I've put a lot of time in and I've come right undercut you here. Uh, but I believe that we're going to see... I mean, we all know there's going to be a lot of running backs go early. It's going to be running back dominated. So I believe you're going to see somebody try to go like triple receivers. They're just going to go heavy receiver and leave running backs to the end. And we're going to see that happen. Oh, but we're not no going to realize RB. it's happening. Yep, okay. we're gonna, but it's not gonna, okay. we're not going to realize. Like, it's just going to be like, oh, Tucker took... DeAndre Hopkins, and then second round, he was like, oh, okay, I'll also just grab A.J. Green. And we're like, oh, yeah. Third round came round, and he was like, oh, Tucker somehow ended up with, who's going to be the third round? Tyler Boyd. And he was like, oh, yeah, cool. And we're like, oh, yeah, sweet. And then somehow get these running backs late. And that's what we're going to see. And I think QBs will go about where they were going to go anyway. I don't think we'll change much. I think our leagues. Yeah. I feel like Patty Mahomes will jump, um, but the rest oh, will first go rounder. through. Yeah. Um, where do you think, you know, recent news, uh, Le'Veon Bell uh, decided not to go to voluntary um, training camp or OTAs uh, as well. So, you know, he just got paid. Um, is he going to go on top 10? Uh, top 10? Is there questions of if he goes top 10 now? Interesting. If I he have the 10th pick his, and Le'Veon Bell, I'm taking season. him for sure. Oh, if I have 10th pick, mate. If I'm at 10 and all the other guys are gone and he's there, I'm probably taking Levon for sure. That'd be a great pick at 10. What if there's a, you know, like sources confirmed that Levion is uh, showed up to camp because he has yet to show up, uh, yep. 30 pounds overweight? Uh, who else is on the board? Who, am I, who are we? It depends who we're talking here. Is it between him and, say, Joe Mixon? Like a wide receiver one. Wide receiver one. Ooh, okay, okay. Now we're getting interesting. So it's a DeAndre or an OBJ or a someone like that. Mm. Oh, well, what's going to happen is I'm going to take OBJ. I'm going to take Le'Veon. And then because I know I've only got four picks between me and my next pick, 
I'll just get whatever receiver falls. That's what I'm doing at 10. All right. Which brings us to a nice little segue here. So this Sunday, uh, we have our very first um, Wellington Invitational Open uh, at the Hutt Mini Golf. Um, So this will determine uh, the draft order or where you would like to select. Um, So going through the players, um, you know, there might be some people that We'll be very good at this, some um, not so good. Yourself, right? You'll be very um, good. Oh, no, I'm terrible at putting. I'm terrible at putting. Um, but I believe, uh, once again, the snake, um, he will probably have to be the uh, odds-on favorite to take it out. How does this happen? Is he? Damn it. Um, so I, I, I forgot about this when I was talking to Tim about, you know, what are you going to organize as the plate winner? You know, what are you going to, what are you thinking? He said mini golf. Oh, that's a great idea. Um, and then Tim organized a fantastic poster. And then it real, I just realized that um, I remember hearing a story uh, of Jay actually being a single handicapped golfer in his, uh, in his heyday. Um, oh, man. So, what have hey, we got ourselves into? Everything breaks uh, his way uh, as well. Um, so don't be surprised if he brings his own golf uh, putter, his glove, his caddy as well. Uh, Phenomenal. Um, and, um, yeah, he'll be able to – he might even go the day before, you know, make sure he, he reads the, the green, uh, how fast Phenomenal. they're sitting today, uh, and shoot a very respectable score. So once again – you know, I, don't, I believe, has he ever actually ever picked first as well? This might be the, the year that he gets to pick number one. Uh, did he trade away number one one year? Didn't he win it one year and trade it away? Anyway, so he could have the first pick. Crazy. Hmm. So hmm. he'll have to be one of my favorites there. Um, anyone else that you kind of see uh, based on, you know, past athletic performance or you know, mental strength that you think, you know, I feel like... Tim and Roy, right? Tim and Roy. Roy. Yeah. Yeah. They seem like they're going to be great at mini golf. You just look at them and you go, yeah, you're a mini golfer. You look like you're good at it. (laughs) You know, some guys, you just know they're going to be good at like athletic stuff and some specifically those two for that area. Okay. So that's a compliment then? No, definitely. Yeah, 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 definitely. Oh man, mini golf is a... Mate, mini golf is like an actual like, that's a skill. And if you can be good at mini golf... If I was just some random dude off the street, right... And I, yeah. I go to you, oh man, man, you look like you'd be real good at mini golf. Yeah. Do, does it come off as a compliment? Heck yeah. Because you've got to be able to like know angles cool. and know speeds and know like the amount of power yeah, you're going to use in mini golf. Going purely with aesthetics here. Man, you look like you'd be good at mini golf. Mate, Tiger Woods, like, he's the man. <laughs> and he's obviously very physical. So, okay. no worries there, man. No worries. Even Rory. Rory's all good. That's the extent of my, uh, oh, Falau. Is it Falau? No, that's Israel Falau. Uh, Finau, Finau, he's he's big boy, strong man. He plays golf too. Oh, in case yes, you guys yes. didn't know that, so uh, there you go. Yeah, yeah nah, uh, man. Yeah, definitely. Um, you obviously look. I know you said like, oh, I'm not much of a putter, but you play golf, and so if you play golf, you have an advantage. Yeah, I don't mm. play golf. I'm not expecting to do well, but then I always pick. I always pick where I pick anyway. I feel so. like the putting the putting game is a bit different, but you know, yep, fair point. Um, I think Blair is going to be uh, yeah quite right. good. I feel he's I got know. that mental stoicness as well. You know, that that calm demeanor that you need at a golf course. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he you know upsets Jay and takes it all out. Man, I'm going to be picking tenth, aren't I? Tenth, I'm picking oh, so tenth. Probably you're going you're gonna to do better than who? What, what are the two that you just thrown under the bus there? Um, I'm going to throw Liam under the bus because he's not coming. So that's one. <laughs> and then oh. with... Who's not coming? So <laughs> if Savage. I finish worse than him, if I finish worse than a guy who's not there... <laughs> you heard it here first, Liam. Tucker thinks that he's better than you. Uh, yeah, on Sunday, I'll do better at mini golf than you will. And I also believe... Uh, Daniel hasn't given any feedback yet, so I'm going to put myself ahead of him. So I'm probably coming last out of our guys and getting to pick 10th. Oh. Uh, I cares? I think Daniel's coming now. I think I okay. saw 11, 11 confirmed. Uh, oh, man, that means I'm coming 11th. So are you saying that are Kate's we? a better mini golfer than you are? She's beaten me well? once, yep. Yeah. yep. She beat me when we were in England. She beat me when we were mucking around playing, just chilling out. And she ended up just doing better. Last time we played, I did better than her. But uh, who knows, hey. Who, on the day, man, it's golf. <laughs> on the day. If I don't know anything about a golf, it's yeah, on the day. That is why we play the game. 
hit by hit, stroke by stroke, you know? You've got to zone the world out and just hit your ball. That's yeah, what they shoot say. your shot. Shoot your shot. Tap your balls is what they're saying. <laughs> Do they? Yep. You seem to know quite a bit about golf, Tucker. Uh, that's you, what I was saying you, on Sunday. Are you playing it down, boys? You, know? you knew, you knew oh. Tiger Woods. You knew Phil oh. like, Who else uh, can name deep two knowledge. golfers? Deep. That is deep. Man. Hey, don't forget, I know Rory as well. That's three golfers. A deep knowledge of golf. Man, the only um, golfers I know are like from the 90s when my dad would watch like uh, replays of golf uh, on the VHS. Importantly, uh, is there like an award for best dressed golfer? Like, is there like well, a side award? So I, I proposed to Tim the idea that, you know, if you are the best dressed, um, you get uh, like three shots off or whatever, right? So wow, you get a bit yeah game changer. Yeah, so Tim wasn't too happy with that. And I let him, as the plate winner, decide against that. Um, so yep. the, so, yeah, so there's no kind of um, prize as such. I believe he might have been, he might be organised something. I'm not I'm not 100 sure on that as well. Uh, but there will be some sort of um, presentation for the first place uh, winner. Man, if you get first, are you taking first pick? Just say hypothetical right now without having done any I th- research. I think you've got to a eh? um, either that or if you really don't like or if you if you really can't decide between the first, second, or third, maybe you take the th- second or third pick. Um, gone by last year I would have loved to have that first pick uh, now um, mm. but yeah so I probably, you probably would right wouldn't you uh, yeah I guess so Saquon Barkley yeah the first six guys are all going to be running backs right unless someone wants Mahomes early or receiver mm. it's tough man tough 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 You've also got the option, if you've got the first pick, maybe you can potentially trade down and get a bit more value um, out of the guess that's the thing, well. eh? That's the thing. That's what you do. You do it to trade down. Yeah. Another option is that if you really find that it's a really stacked top 20, for example, you might go, you know, the wraparound um, just to secure two blue chippers rather than Ooh, one. It's wild. Wraparound. Um, yeah. I'm a big fan of the wraparound, uh, but you do have to wait a long time. Uh, I would love to try the wraparound again, but just not go QB QB. <laughs> I'd love to try it. You know, I just I feel I believe in the wraparound, just not my ability to wrap around. Oh, so you feel like you need that extra degree of knowledge to uh, be able to to use it properly? Yeah, yeah. You need to be a good drafter to do it. And I was not a good drafter. Do you think the new rule changes uh, will affect how um, uh, the the league drafts as well? Oh, having no kicker. Forward? No longer so, having a kicker. Yep. Having Kickers one are... less bench spot. Correct. And what was the other? And what are the other ones? Uh, one injury reserve spot. Mm. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. If we have a guy who's injured before the season, and you draft him, say a Jordy Nelson a few years ago, right? Say we he gets injured, we have the draft like a day or two later. You draft him. You're just wasting a draft spot, though, aren't you? But then you might to put him on your IR. Yeah, so I think Jordy for that um, was out completely. So okay. you wouldn't even waste your IR spot on him. But okay. say he was injured for you know eight weeks or four weeks or three weeks, uh, then that's where the IR would come in handy. True. Yes. Uh, do I think it'll make a difference? My one hope maybe is that people will feel like, nah, this won't happen in our league. But I, I think the thing would be maybe people don't take as many QBs, like they don't hold four. Because they're like, ah, shoot, that's an extra spot. But I guess it'll just make that getting those QBs even more valuable. Because you don't have to, you can't wait. You kind of do have to make sure you have them. So perhaps it means that we have more Arby's and receivers available for week-to-week pickups, which will be exciting. Um, man, you really got to come out with a few QBs, don't you? Three at least. Three. Historically, most people only concentrate on two. And then if they're lucky, they'll be like Eli Manning on the third. Man, I'm trying to come out with three. I need those rookie. I need those rookie QBs, man. Those guys are like lottery tickets. <laughs> that's Thank the uh, that's the J strategy from last season, wasn't it? He just filled up with a lot of lotto tickets, and hopefully, some of them paid off. Yeah, yeah, and I think with that, many people in Dynasty gonna fall in love with young QBs. Man, True. if the Bengals take Haskins, just say they won't. But if they did, and we had Andy and Haskins, no oh, man, no. 
That sucks for fantasy. <laughs> do you think uh, Carla Murray will go one? Ah, uh, yes, I do. Yep, yep, yep. Top ten round pick, right, Carla Murray? In Top our fantasy 10. draft. Man, first ten rounds goes somewhere in there, right? Yeah, I guess. Maybe, I guess maybe so, not. Maybe I'm over. Maybe I'm remiss. Murray. Well, it's only eighteen rounds now, so ten's not even a half top half. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. I, I have a feeling that um, you know one of the dynasty guys, namely Jay Crown or Josh, Josh will Josh. pick them up. Hey, they, yeah, they Josh know is all in on Murray. Mm. Yeah, Josh will take Murray for sure, right? Yeah, and Haskins as well if he goes to the Giants or something. Oh, yuck. Yuck, 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 yuck. Yeah. So who's your who's your um first round pick here? Who are you taking first? Who am I taking first? Yeah. Where am I where am I picking? You're picking third. Th- third. And I've taken I and uh, Ezekiel Elliott and um Saquana off the board. Where do you go? Oof, oof. Do I get a bit of a help for from fantasy pros? Um Sure. Todd Gurley's there. Oh um, no, thank you, mate. Okay. That guy, arthritic uh, knees. So, um, man, I don't even know if he's a first round pick. Patrick Mahomes is there. Ooh, um, too early for other, a quarterback. Other running back wins. Okay, wins not too early for a quarterback. McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Oh yeah, true McCaffrey. When when would you take a quarterback? Um, Six, seven, eight. Oh, I think there's you know different tiers, right? Tier one. On his own, Patty Mahomes. Yeah. Tier yep. two, I don't know who's in tier two. Uh, maybe Deshaun Watson, um, Aaron Rodgers, perhaps if you're still high on him. Andrew um, Luck. Andrew Luck, yes, probably the front of tier one. Oh, sorry, tier two. Uh, Baker's but, coming up, eh? Yeah, three. That three is a hard one. I'd probably try to trade that, to be honest. Um, wow. You know, I'd be happy to take Kamara there. Uh, big fan of Kamara. Um. And McCaffrey, perhaps, as well as some PPR formats. He's a beast. Um, so those are probably kind of where I'm looking. Um, but, yeah, no way. No way for Gurley, to be honest. I think Gurley, um, that is just too much of a risk. You know, your first pick, I really feel like you want a bit of, you know, assurance that they're going to pay off. Mm. Smart. True. True. Who would you who, who would you take there? Three, McCaffrey, all day. McCaffrey all day. Mm. Love McCaffrey. McCaffrey's fantastic. Yeah, and then Kamara, and then probably Mahomes. Well, I don't know, who's, who's the other running back? Uh, Melvin Gordon. Who's the other RB there? No, nah, I'm taking, see, I'm taking Mahomes over Gordon. Yeah, just got the... So rich. if I have a top five, mate, top five, that's where Mahomes is going if I get that pick. Mahomes. Yep, number five Damn. if it's me. There you go, guys. If I get five, you know what you've got to do if you want Mahomes. Call me. Offered the trade. Let's see if we can get something done. <laughs> Am I just trying to work these guys right now? Yes. Do I want to get offered a big mama deal like I did last year with Ezekiel Elliott? Sure. Mate, how are you hey. gonna get how are you gonna get one of those top four picks if your golf game is trash? <sighs> Flukes, mate. You just try and hit the you hit the ball, you just believe. As we say, mate, you just tap the balls and you just go for gold. So I'm, I'm just ha- I just you know I myself haven't really gone into uh, full on season research mode so I'm just having a look at the kind of up to date rankings um, yes. and uh, Patty Mahomes going 27th overall uh, and a one QB uh, one QB yep so <laughs> kind of, but go- going going uh, after the likes of George Kittle Dalvin Cook it's one QB man yeah. it's probably a one QB eight man league. That's trash. <laughs> but Paddy Mahomes, yeah, I think he's definitely going in the first round in our league. If he doesn't, um, yeah, very unlikely. I think we'll, we would both take him if we had the yeah. best pick. If he's there after, if he's between 5 and 12 and I'm picking and he's there, he's coming to my team if no one's picked him. Wow. Oh, it's going to be good once I know. Man, I can't wait. This is exciting. You got me excited, Hero? And knowing there's only 18 players exciting, knowing you don't have to do any kicker research anymore, that's exciting. Don't have to <laughs> put in those okay. couple of minutes can before the draft through... to figure out a kicker. Yeah, I was going to say, can you go through the research of your kicker? Yeah, you just look at the names and you go, oh, who's the next one available that these guys have ranked? And you go, oh, cool, I'll take that guy. And you go, oh, sweet, now I've got this random person who's my kicker. And then you just drop him and then you pick up another guy and it's awesome. It's I I did suggest we replace kickers with punters and just got booed. Horrible. 
just yeah. got booed. Um, Horrible. So, yeah, no, actually, it would be good to just get rid of kickers, eh? They were a bit of a, you know, and we've still got defense to help, you know, with a bit of vari- variables. Um, yeah, I love it. I love it. I love yeah. that the league's coming back. Absolutely. I think this is it. This is uh, Sunday. We look forward to that. Uh, in the meantime, we'll hopefully try and get some of the um, the new owners onto the pod uh, to introduce themselves, but I guess they'll be there um, to have a yarn with everybody on Sunday. Uh, Tucker, was there anything else that you wanted to cover uh, before we wrap up? Nah, mate, I'm good. I think the only other thing is I'll say, Hero, I believe this is going to be your year, Hero. I mean, your year. <laughs> Wait, I thought, shine. You said it was, I thought you said it was Dan's year. It's a lot of people's year, okay? Yeah, it's everyone's year. year. It's your year. Like I said, it's, it's Karan's year. year. It's my year. Just in different ways. You know, someone, it's going to be their year to get the wooden spoon. And that'll be embarrassing. And I really hope that I don't finish later than Kate. Like, I do not want to get beat by my wife in this league. That'll be worse than losing to anybody else, honestly. Um, I do really put. I'm pushing for a change of schedule. If it's just a random schedule, that's fine. Just uh, pushing for a bit of a mix-up there. I think that'd be fun. Um, apart from that, hey, long live the East, and uh, let's go. Long live the East. Uh, great way to end it. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, we'll see you on Sunday. Um, hopefully, we'll get another one of these uh, before the season starts. Um, yeah. But, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks, Tucker. See you, bro.